Hey there, hi there, ho there. The word of the week is Moschino. Because last podcast, I corrected Katie. I'm pretty sure she was right, and I'm an idiot. And I went home and looked it up and watched a pronunciation video, and it's Moschino. I didn't know we were doing Word of the Week now. That's so interesting. I mean, I just thought I would just throw it out there. Um, I speak one language, English. Uh, My Word of the Week is pens. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) My Word of the Week is Pintel. No. Um, I just, like, want to throw something back to last week's podcast Hold on, I had to make sure that my tense was correct. Um, yeah, last week's podcast, I feel like I was very mean a little bit. Okay, you weren't mean. I just feel like I was mean. I listened back to it, and I was like, ooh. And I think part of it was because we played that god-awful board game, and I was just not in the mood anymore. We literally did an entire hour of that board game, and we didn't even finish. We yeah. just pretended as if we did. Last week's podcast was, like, super impromptu, and we just had to, like, make it work because we wanted to put something up. But yeah, I just wanted to like throw back a disclaimer for like last week's podcast. If I ever said anything was hideous or ugly, I was strictly talking about the outfits. I was not at all yeah. talking about the people. I'm not here to call anyone like <laughs> ugly. <laughs> There's but no like, room for me to call anyone ugly. But this podcast is about unpopular opinions. And we may have said some things that <laughs> maybe were a little bitter because we just have strong opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that we were really that bad oh we were i don't pretty, think we were i don't know the last opinion was kind of it's kind of bitter oh well i guess but i mean i wasn't hating it wasn't hating on the person. the person it was just the role that they played yeah well i really like this podcast we actually prepared for this one i think this it is the one we good. Meant, this is the one we meant to do mm-hmm. and i really like it i think it turned out good we, we disagreed on one yeah but it wasn't even really a disagreement. It, it was just more it was like a slight difference. We, of we opinion. fought. We fought pretty hard. We, yeah. Um, Katie's over there wiping up her blood from the floor real quick. Yeah, it's it's bad. I'm picking up my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> How can you talk? You got. <laughs> I got those veneers. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. I hope y'all enjoy, and I hope last week's podcast didn't completely turn you off. If you haven't already followed us on Twitter, please do so. If you haven't already left a comment leave an applause on anchor leave a comment on itunes i'm not trying to Please. be thirsty i just like i appreciate feedback i like to know what you like what you like what you don't like you can be like wow y'all suck or wow that's great or "Ooh, i would change this mm-hmm. anything is good even future ideas for future podcasts that's great leave it but yeah hope you enjoy this week's podcast hope it's a good time for you Share your unpopular opinions with us. And not to the podcast. Because we'd love to know. Um, yeah. What she said. <laughs> okay. So, I feel like I need to issue a little bit of a disclaimer before I get into this. Just because it's my opinion does not mean I'm saying it's right. It's just an opinion. Nobody get heated. I know we don't have a big audience, but you know, if you feel the need to attack me, just suppress it. Maybe, just like pop a zanny and chill. Maybe this controversial podcast will get us more listeners. I sorry if you don't agree with us, but this is our opinions. Yeah. And we're entitled. I don't really think we have an order to this. Like I just bullet point it and I'm just gonna go. Let's just go. Let's just mm-hmm. get started. Okay, so my first one is tattoos don't need meaning true now i'm not saying like your tattoo can't have meaning like if you got the lyrics to your favorite song because it means a lot to you cool gucci but if you have like a butterfly on your thigh 
don't you dare come up to me and say, you know, it's really symbolic of how I'm fluttering away from my problems in life <laughs> and just like I'm really just having a tough time right now and I'm just if it was that flapping easy. my wings. Like that is bull. Like it's okay to get things just because you think they're pretty. If you want a butterfly on your whatever you said, like do it. I don't care. Like I'll get I'll get a smiley face on my on my face if I wanted it. Like, it doesn't have to be because I always want a smile on my face. Like, do you ever just... I used to watch these videos of people showing their tattoos on YouTube just because I think it's interesting to, like, mm. see the different styles and stuff. And, like, some people would just come up with these, like... And you could tell they were reaching. Yeah. Like, they were just really trying to make it have meaning. And I'm like, it's okay if you got it just because you thought it was pretty or just because you thought it looked cool. Like, it's fine. Don't try to, like, make a meaning out of it. But it's okay if you did get a tattoo because there was a meaning. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, no tattoos are meaningful. Like, there mm-hmm. are plenty that are. But, like, these people... Like, have you ever seen that arrow tattoo? Yeah. people are like... Oh, um, it's so Tumblr. forward. I'm like, shut up. Like, that's it's fake. It's such a Tumblr tattoo. So that is my first one is tattoos. They don't need meaning. It's cool if they have meaning. But don't try to, like... It's not an English paper. Don't look for symbolism where there isn't any. Yeah. So, my first one, which I think we both agree on because we have discussed it before. Now, I am wearing an Avengers shirt, so I think it's appropriate that I talk about the MCU. I'm sorry, everybody. Black Panther was not the best movie. Ooh, it's the almost ex- one on my list. <laughs> Ooh. Black Panther wasn't the best. Now, Taylor, you haven't seen every single MCU movie. No. Every single 19. Let me back myself up for a second because I guess this is an unpopular opinion in and of itself. It is. I don't love superhero movies. I don't hate them. I just... I'm not an action kind of person because, like, 24-7 action, it kind of, like, stressed me out in, like, the theater, (laughs) to be honest. Like, I feel, like, really, like, tense the whole time. The only exception I have for this is my boy. My boy, Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yes, it was before Tom Holland... Peter Parker has been in my life since Tobey Maguire. But Tom Holland did it good. He did great. I love it. Yeah, it was a great performance. Amazing. But um, I have to agree. Katie and I actually saw Black Panther together. When when we stopped watching it, I, I, I initially, I even said to you, because at this point, we didn't know each other for that long. We just kind of wanted to see it together. So I was like, that was the best movie ever. That was so great. That was okay, like, same. <laughs> and then I went home and I was like, dang. That was not that good. Yeah. I remember I was looking at my watch the entire time. Like, when is this going to end? Like, when I saw Infinity War, I did not feel that way. That was the longest, like, MCU movie ever. But it did not feel that way. With Black Panther, it kind of felt that way. There were parts where it definitely dragged a lot mm-hmm. and there were parts where I was kind of like okay why is this essential to the plot but at the, like I'm not saying it was a horrible movie it wasn't horrible I've definitely seen like worse movies yeah but I think a lot of people really hyped it up especially given like the like the racial tensions in the nation right now and a lot of people are scared to say like oh no like that wasn't the yeah. best movie and it has nothing to do with the cast yeah it was super banging to see like a cast of like all like african-american actors and actresses yeah. that was cool but i don't think that makes the movie better if you replaced, in terms of plot if you replaced it with a white cast it would still not be a good it movie. would not and people would say that yeah i guarantee you and i think my biggest problem with black panther is that black panther was the least interesting thing about the movie mm-hmm. all 
I think the women were the most interesting. They I, were the highlight. I have to say, I wasn't a big fan of... Okay, I'm not going to say I'm not a big fan. I, I liked Shuri, but everybody hyped her up as if she's the mm-hmm. best thing that's happened to movies. She is not. She was okay. She... She had her time to shine. I appreciated her. Yeah, I appreciated her. Like... I hated the what are those joke in the movie. That I, was, it made me laugh it made in the me, moment because I was unexpecting of it. I, it was kind of, I, I was laughing because it was kind of uncomfortable. I, thought, <laughs> I was like, what is this? I think Okoye, I think that's her name, the lead, the leader of the warriors, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite part. I loved her. But the war, the like women warriors in it were literally the highlight. And then everybody's like, Killmonger is the best villain in the MCU. Now I am a big superhero person. I've got to say he's not the best. He is one of he is one of the better ones because they've got they've got some bad villains, but he's not the best. I didn't understand a lot of the ceremonies that were going on. We're getting into like a Black Panther movie review, but yeah, it, it just it was really hyped up, and a lot of people were like, go to the box office, show that a like diverse cast can like. I think, like, a diverse cast can do that on their own. Like, they can yeah. get a, and attract a huge audience. Like, there it are... Was an MZ, it was a Marvel movie. People would have seen it either mm-hmm. way. But it was just kind of, like... There were a lot of issues with the plot, and there were a lot of issues. Even, like, the opening scene, the lighting is so dark, no you can't see on. anything. Like, I had no, I was like, who? I was pretty confused by the plot. When they were doing all those ceremonies where Killmonger and T'Challa were fighting... I had no idea what they were fighting for. I completely missed that part. I completely missed the part that T'Challa did not have the Black Panther powers. Same. That was the part that I was, confused me. I, was like, like, why I thought is they he... were giving it to him, but I they know. were taking it away. I don't know. That's what confused me, I think, out of everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I guess... Sorry Sorry about that. Should I go? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to skip my most controversial one really quick because okay. I am not ready for that. Okay. But um, my next one is... Money can buy happiness. I was going to put that on there. Okay, I just believe, like, even as someone who's in college, and I'm not employed, my grandparents are like, focus on that school, honey. Like, don't don't be out here trying to work at Sonic with your little roller skates. Like, no. True. But, True. um, think about, like, the core reason as to why most people are in college. Now, some people are going to be like, I'm here to enrich my education and become a well-rounded person. Like, no, you're not. You're, you're here, here to, to get, get a money. degree so you can get a job to make money. And I'm like... Money does buy happiness, and money is the source of a lot of stress in people's lives. And I, th- I think it's the number one cause of divorce is, like, finances. Uh-huh. But the thing is, when I was having my, like, senior year of high school identity crisis, and I did not know what I wanted to do in college, and it really stressed me out, I was like, I can't go into something creative because I won't make any money. That's I won't be able to support myself, blah, blah, blah. And I still feel that way about journalism, but now I kind of, like, I've, I've accepted it. If I have to work at Target, cool. But <laughs> Target's lot- awesome. Target's, like... <laughs> Give me that employee discount. <laughs> but um, I guess, like, what I want to say is that money, it can buy happiness. And the thing is, is, like, a lot of people are like, follow your passion or your dream. I don't think everyone has a passion mm-hmm. or, like, some, like, I don't think everyone is necessarily, like, super talented. Like, I don't think I have a talent, like, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, I wish I was talented, but, you know, but I, I'm working towards being talented, but mm, it's not happening right now. Same. But, like, um, I feel like people are, like, just don't worry about the money. Like, do what you love, and the money will come, because that's what I was always told, and I'm kind of like... That's not true. That's dumb. A lot of people don't get to do what they love, you know? If you love to write, that doesn't mean you're going to be a New York Times bestseller. Like, you might have a mm-hmm. different job and write on the side, 
But on the side, on the side, side note, every YouTuber is a New York Times bestseller. Just become a YouTuber, write a book. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're a writer. You're you're talented. I just like don't. I think money is something to consider. I feel like a like some parents are very blunt about it. They're like, listen, if you try and be a painter. Sorry. It might not work out, you mm-hmm. know? And it's not to, like, be a dream killer, but, like, your passion, quote-unquote, is not always what's going to bring money home. I've always been this kind of realistic person where I kind of shoot down my dreams just because of the whole money aspect. Because whether you like it or not, your money is getting you what you want. Same. You're not getting it because you you get it because you work hard, and then sometimes... You get the money. You don't all, just because you work hard does not mean you're getting money. Mm-hmm. And that's sad, but it's the truth. Sorry, because it just doesn't happen I feel for like, everyone. I feel like people say money can't buy happiness, just to make people follow follow their dreams. You know what? Dreams dreams are not meant for everybody. For real, like I, I don't think I have a dream. Like there's, I mean, I, I think everyone's dream is to like do as little work as possible and like mm-hmm. be rich, but. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen for the majority of people. If I was rich and didn't have a work a day in my life, I would I would be bored, but I would like I would like to think that I don't have to work, but I would want to work mm-hmm. just to do something. I would have to have some kind of like outlet. Yeah. Okay, but that that was my soapbox. Okay. I have another Marvel um unpopular opinion, but I think I'm going to skip it and we'll go to my next one. We'll we'll go to that one later. Another controversial one, Beyonce, Ooh. is a little overrated. She, she's talented. She's very talented. She's I was like she, an incredible artist, but she is overhyped. Yeah, she is. I hate saying this because I know we're gonna get. Listen, crappy. I have a cousin who goes to school in Chattanooga. Her Twitter name is literally Beyonce. And when we went to New York together, like, we went to this restaurant where you had to give your name, like, to put on the cup. It wasn't Starbucks, but, like, they just did that. Mm-hmm. What name did she give? Beyonce. Beyonce. So, like, I know the group of people that, like, love her. And I I like Beyonce. I like some of her music. And, like, Destiny's Child, ooh, yes. Yeah. But I don't worship her. I think a lot of her music is good. And I think if you went to her concert, it would be a fun time. Mm-hmm. But it's not for everybody. And she is overhyped and people think of her as a queen and like if you diss Beyonce oh my goodness go to hell like if somebody doesn't like Beyonce they're allowed to not like Beyonce and I feel like Beyonce kind of feels that she is the queen if you've listened to some of her songs they she very much knows that she I don't know what the right wording is She's on top of the world. Oh, yes. And you know who else I would almost group in mm-hmm. that same category? Rihanna. I would almost group her in that way. I don't think... Like, she's not at... I don't think she's at Beyonce level. No, but she's getting... But she's creeping there. Like, with Fenty Beauty especially. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like to watch a beauty guru video every now and then. People worship Rihanna. And just, I think she's cool. Just because it's better compared to, like, Kylie Cosmetics. I think that's the real reason. Because... Everybody compared to Kylie Cosmetics. There's a thousand other cosmetic mm-hmm. lines out there. I think it's dope that, like, she has a huge, like, foundation line. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome to be more inclusive yeah. for different complexions. Because that is an issue. But I tried some of Fenty. I tried one of the lipsticks. I was not impressed. Mm. But people were like, 
if you don't like Rihanna, you're the worst. Like, get out. You're wrong. Like, no. (sighs) I still like her as a person. She seems cool. Yeah. But, like, I think people are really kissing up to her right now. Yeah. Especially, like, people wanting to stay on the PR list. I get Mm -hmm. that. But not every product from her is golden. Now, those highlighters, those are are dope. Like, I swatched some purple ones on my hand. I was like... (sighs) Yes, Coachella. I just don't like it when people idolize celebrities mm-hmm. as if they are a god. But me, when I do the same thing, though, sometimes. I do the same thing sometimes, but I I know when to stop myself. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't like who I like, that's okay. Yeah. I'm not, like, pushing on them, like, why don't you like this person? They're my queen. Well, it's like, it's an artist. Like, if someone is like, I don't like Lana Del Rey, I wouldn't, like, attack them. Yeah. Because it's, if that's not what you like, cool. Because I'm not... I don't really know much about Lana Del Rey. I'm just kind of think she's there. She's just there. She's mm-hmm. just a person. I'm, I don't think anything... I don't think any way about her. I'm, I'm not, like, hating on her. I don't love her. I'm just like, okay, she's there. That's how I feel with most people. There are some people where I'm like, I don't like their music, but I'm not going to fight anyone about it. That's how I feel about the Kardashians. I'm just like, they're there. I sometimes like what they do. I sometimes though, but I don't have like a love-hate relationship with them. I actually put something on my list about the Kardashians. Ooh, you want to go ahead and talk about it? Maybe. Okay. Okay, so... Um, I, I did too, by the way. I put something. Maybe we have the same thing. It, who is it? Like, is it about one specific? No, it's just like a general. Oh, okay. I have one about one specific. Okay, well, I think that the Kardashians are super biz- business-savvy women. Mm-hmm. And I guess you, you could include the Jenners in that, too. But, yeah. yeah, they're super business savvy. A lot of people are like, the Kardashians are stupid, they're vapid, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, whether you love them or hate them, you have to admit they know how to entertain. They what, know how to suck you in. Whether it's... I think they definitely know how to entertain people. Is it the right way? Who knows? But they, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Is it the work of the devil, Kris Jenner? They know mm-hmm. how to keep themselves relevant, mm-hmm. whether that's through scandal and controversy or Definitely. through dropping, like, a new lipstick color. Yeah. Like, they know how to keep people sucked in. Like, when the whole Kylie pregnancy thing was going on, everyone's like, is she pregnant? Is she not? I knew the whole time. Like, she was mm-hmm. pregnant. Like, I had no doubt. I but think- it's kind of like... Oh, I don't want to, like, equate it, but it's kind of like when Lady Gaga, in the beginning of her career was really oh, like yeah. outlandish like with her meat dress and like the way she and she still is kind of like that but she's a lot toned down mm-hmm. since like 2009 but people do things to stay relevant miley cyrus with her bangers era and Ooh, now that she's was more calm down like she did it to like suck people in and like the kardashians know how to do that too yeah the only thing i would say is that when kylie jenner says i've wor- i've worked so hard to be in this position well not I think she's worked hard I don't think she's worked harder than anybody mm. else in the cosmetic uh, industry because Kylie was born into this life she already had status she already has status the only reason people buy her products is because it has Kylie's name on them yeah nobody cares how good it is because I've never really tried her products but I've watched a lot of reviews and some of them aren't that good like the new Kris Jenner collaboration she got had. a lot of the eyeshadows got a lot of flack yeah and the blush did too mm-hmm. I heard like the blush didn't come on like I don't know much. I watched Jaclyn Hill's video. We, we did. And it, the blush was, like, invisible. But, um... Yeah. But the campaigning for that, that was amazing. People are attracted to brands. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a personal brand or, like, a neighbor in, like, Gucci. Gucci's yeah. huge right now. 
But yeah, people are attracted to Kylie Cosmetics because it's Kylie Jenner. Yeah, nobody... Even though it it's probably comparable to a lot of other mm-hmm. products. Like, I think I watched a comparison video of, like, Kylie's liquid lipstick and ColourPop. Yeah, because I have a lot of ColourPop. And it was super similar. Yeah, because I have ColourPop um, lipsticks. And they're okay, but they're not the best. They're $5. Mm-hmm. They're, you can't expect them to be the best. Yeah. And with Kendall Jenner, she always says... I worked very hard to be in this position. I think she's worked hard in the sense that she's trying to get away from her family. Yeah. But at the same time, she puts herself in keeping up the Kardashians. Whether or not you say you worked hard, you're still associated with this family. And it's not something you blame them for because you don't choose the family you're born Mm -hmm. to. But I think you have to acknowledge you started out above a lot of other people. Like, if, if a small YouTuber... Like, I'm trying to just think of an example. Someone like, um, oh, like Jaclyn Hill. Yeah. Like, she's not a small YouTuber by any means. But, like, she started her own makeup line or whatever. And the thing is, is, like, I'm sure she worked harder than Kylie Mm -hmm. to get sales. Because when you're starting out and you're lower and no one knows about you, really, other than the people in your direct community... It's very difficult. Yeah, whereas, like, Kylie, whether you love her or hate her, you know who she is. Yeah. If you don't, you're living under a rock. Well, speaking of Kylie, my unpopular opinion about the Kardashians is that Kylie Jenner glorified teenage pregnancy. Ooh. She so did. And it's exactly as you said. She kept you wrapped in on whether or not she was pregnant. Now, I don't know if I can believe... I don't want to... Like, disrespect her in any way, saying, like, oh, she wanted to keep her pregnancy private because she wanted it to be private. Or whether she wanted it to be very public in that sense. But if she did it to be public and to um, to be relevant, she did glorify it. She was 19 years old when she got pregnant. She was 20 when she had the baby. That is not... I'm sorry, but that is not okay. <laughs> because most 20-year-olds are not financially stable enough or mentally stable enough to have a child if you are congrats good for you but she's showing this baby off as if it's an accessory because i follow her on instagram and she has pictures of stormy stormy is very cute by the way very cute baby and then if you there's these paparazzi pictures where she's taking the photo with stormy and then right when she's done with the picture she gives stormy off to the nanny like come on I would say that I don't necessarily agree that, like, 19 or 20 is, like, too young to have a child because I think different people mature mm-hmm. at different ages. But I do agree, like, from a financial standpoint. Obviously, she is fine financially. She's fine. Like, she's well set. But, I mean, I just remember seeing that clip from a Kardashian episode where I believe it's Kim and Chloe are sitting with yeah. Kylie, like, before she moves out into her new house. And they're like, do you know how to do your own laundry? Do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? And she's no. like, No. She said it like, do you expect me to? You, you're not an adult, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know how to do a lot of things. And I'm not saying I know how to do everything, because the Lord knows I don't, but... I wouldn't... I still know how to do basic things. Like, I can take care of myself and function without having, like, a whole team of people. Yeah, and in that video where, on YouTube, where she titled it for our daughter, it was basically for Stormy, about her whole trip throughout her pregnancy... We, that whole video shows that she was just trying to make a big statement. Like, I, I had my baby. I watched it. Oh, 
girl, you need to. Because it's so obvious. She said in her Instagram post, like, I didn't want it to, to be a big surprise. I'm pregnant. I had a baby. But you made this 11-minute video about you having this baby. And, like, if you wanted this to be for Stormy, keep it for yourself and then show Stormy when she's older. You don't have to show it to the entire world. Didn't she, um... With the baby, didn't she release, like, a whole makeup collection called, like, Stormy or something? Mm-hmm. Like, right after she was born. And it was, I'm like, it, like based on the weather. That's very money grab. It's very wrong, I have to say. I thought that was really money grabby. The video, I'm kind of like, eh, but, like... Yeah, and in the video, one of the her friends or whatever says, it's what she's when she was 15 years old. She wanted to be a mom. Now, I get it if you think at 15 years old, like, one day I want to be a mom. I don't know if she's meaning by, at 15 years old, I want to be a mom right now. But, and we all know this wasn't on purpose. This was an accident that, I, I'm not saying like Stormy was a mistake, but we all know that Travis and Kylie were dating for like a month. And then, and then came Stormy. I prefer the term surprise. Surprise. Um, I like mostly agree, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of um, using things in your life as like an accessory, I think... You're bringing the hate. Oh. I think that a lot of YouTubers and influencers use anxiety and depression as an accessory. We talked about this for the podcast. Yeah. I just think, like, obviously, you only see what people allow you to see. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know someone's whole life from a 10-minute video, of course. But a lot of people with their little, like... I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time to get my spray tan, and I don't have time to get my nails done before Coachella tomorrow. And like, like that's not anxiety. Chill. That's called mm-hmm. being overwhelmed. Vlogging is just so hard. Everyone goes through phases of being overwhelmed, and I'm sure putting yourself out there into the world to accept like all sorts of feedback, negative, positive, you know, whatever. It's stressful and, like, trying to, like, stay on top. But I think a lot of people go into YouTube with, like, okay, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be number one, blah, 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 blah. And, like, they bring that stress onto themselves. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily anxiety. Just because it's, like, with depression, if you're sad, it does not mean you're depressed. Yeah. Everyone has days where they're down. But that doesn't mean, like, I have depression. Or, like, if you're feeling anxious, it doesn't mean you have anxiety. That's why I kind of don't like those videos online where YouTubers, I'm putting quotes, come out and say, I have depression. Like, they literally titled it, I have depression. Like, if you are so depressed, I think, don't be on YouTube. You need to go figure yourself out because they're saying, well, YouTube is helping me out of my depression. But in some ways, it's kind of making it worse because you're putting yourself out there and you're getting all this negative feedback. And yes, that's very hard. And if it's causing your depression, you need to take a step back. Yeah. And some YouTubers do that, which I acknowledge them for. Because people will get mad if they take a step back and nobody explains to them why. So I feel maybe a lot of them do feel pressured to say, I have depression. Like, the ones who actually do. But then some of them are like, I just, like, I feel depressed for this one month. That's not a valid reason. I'm sorry. I just think with that, self-care is getting out of hand like this whole like quote-unquote self-care thing like yes self-care take care of yourself Mm -hmm. you should like don't let yourself die obviously but people they're like my self-care 
is hopping into a bathtub with a lush bath bomb and um getting my fake tan on and getting a mani pedi like that's not bathtubs make me stressful like, I, feel I feel like no it's hot in there and I don't like it yeah but that's treating yourself mm-hmm. you know self-care the way I understand it I watched this video of this guy who was in college and he had to drop out because he got like super suicidal and like de- yeah. actually depressed not mom dad I got a bad grade I'm sad like no (laughs) but he talked about his self-care was just doing like very basic things like being able to get out of bed Mm -hmm. and brush your teeth in the morning that's like that is self-care for depression is because depression with depression you can't do normal tasks because this like feeling is so overwhelming like so overwhelming where you just can't do regular things it's not like I gotta go get a bath bomb because I'm just depressed. Like, I just said, that's not true. Like, while that may kind of elevate you a little bit, sorry for these creaky chairs. Yeah. While that may elevate you, like, for a little bit, I don't think, I don't consider that self care. And I feel like a lot of people really romanticize mental illness and self care. Like, they're just like. And that's kind of offensive in some ways. Like, every YouTuber now has anxiety quote-unquote anxiety and I'm like did you go and get diagnosed are you self-diagnosing yeah I feel like I need like I feel like before you upload a video about anxiety or depression you need to put in a doctor's note like this person I'm not even kidding because it's getting out of hand Mm -hmm. because like there seriously there's a difference between being anxious and having anxiety like if you were to get up and give a presentation in front of like a hundred strangers I'm sure you would feel anxious yeah like I'm sure because like that's a thing but have you don't have anxiety from feeling anxious anxiety is thrown around as if it's just a feeling same with depression and i'm like guilty of it too like i'm like oh i'm depressed but like like you know we're not going on youtube saying like crying and saying i have depression it's the same thing with ocd yeah just because you're neat and you like things organized does not mean you have ocd yeah because a lot of ocd doesn't involve um being neat there are other forms of ocd Mm -hmm. that can deal with actual anxiety yeah well i actually have one about youtubers Ooh, where is it oh most youtubers are not original i'm just saying amen sister it is so annoying when vloggers say my life is so hard i'm doing so much work you're literally just doing what you're doing in everyday life, just putting a camera in your face. If you think that's hard, you need to go out in the real world. I can see how they could feel pressure mm-hmm. from having to do like having to share your life online twenty four seven and like not being able because a lot of people talk about not being able to enjoy the moment because they're like worried about yeah. oh does the footage look good da 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 like I'm sure that's a thing but I totally get what you're saying like but they being kind of chose that it being they cool. did choose that life to be yeah. a vlogger I just think being a vlogger is not a good way to be to be successful I think a lot of especially younger people on YouTube that are like I'm not going to college I'm gonna be YouTube famous move to LA and oh my god I'm so sick of seeing people <laughs> move to LA I think it's so ridiculous why are you moving to LA there's nothing in LA you can be a YouTuber anywhere you want to I mean I know some people are trying to move past that platform because let's face it YouTube is not forever nothing is mm-hmm. forever like I'm sure in the it MySpace days people thought MySpace was gonna be forever look where it is now but don't sacrifice your education to be YouTube famous. I'm not saying everyone has to go to college because I don't think college is for everyone. But personally. if you think you can be a YouTube YouTuber, 
and you think you can drop out of college, college is your best option. Honestly. At least you have a backup plan then. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do both. I used to want to vlog, like, way back in the day. Yeah. But I was like, my life is so boring. No one freaking cares. Mm-hmm. And I know Jenna Marbles really advocates for picking education over YouTube because she has, like, a master's. If you can yeah. do both, good for you. Cool. Kudos to you. But, like, I, I see these people who are, like, they genuinely think they're going to be, like, the next big thing. And cool if that does happen to you, but that is such a small percentage of people that that happens to. And a lot of people that that does happen to, they're not original anyway. They're making challenge videos every week. Yeah, I don't think a lot of YouTubers deserve the money they get. Yeah. And I don't understand why a lot of YouTubers have the subscribers and money because I watch their videos. I'm like, this is so unoriginal. I just watch a YouTuber do the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of these... I'm not going to say smaller YouTubers. They have like two, maybe three million subscribers. All they do is a video once a week, which a lot of YouTubers do, but most of the time, like, some YouTubers do good stuff. But some of these YouTubers do, like, challenge videos or a Q&A or, like, they're playing a video game. Oh, I'm a gaming channel now. Like, this is not original. Those it, are cop-out videos. Yeah. Like, they can be enjoyable to watch. Like, I like to watch people play The Sims sometimes. I think it's fun. Yeah. But it's not original mm-hmm. if everyone else on the planet is doing it. That's why I like to watch a lot of sketch comedy videos on YouTube. A lot of them are cringy, but a lot of them are, like, pretty good. That's why Smosh is one of my favorite YouTubers, because they create sketch videos. But they also do all these challenge videos on, like, other channels. So they kind of have, like, a mix of both. They they know what people want. Mm-hmm. And it's it's original in some ways. So that's what I have to say. Sorry, YouTubers. I just... I totally get what you're saying because, like, a lot of people, they just do not deserve the clout that they have. Um, with that, <laughs> this is a very small, unpopular opinion. I'm not going to go on a long tangent about it or anything. With vloggers, you know how they have their travel vlogs? Mm-hmm. I do not like travel vlogs. No. I think they're so boring. Like, I like to travel, don't get me wrong, but you pulling your camera out in front of the Eiffel Tower does not make me feel like I'm there. Like, I prefer normal everyday vlogs because they're relatable yeah i just don't like vlogs in general they're just kind of boring to me it really for me it really depends on the person yeah like some people have the personality to carry it out but if you're like hey guys today i'm gonna get coffee which i can i am not here to defend the paul brothers but they have a personality and i can see why some people find it entertaining in some, I'm I'm really stretching here, mm-hmm. but they I watched Logan Paul's one of Logan Paul's videos once. Oh my goodness, it opened with a banger. I will say this: he comes in with his intro like nothing else, and they do weird stuff. And some people just might like that. Do I think they should like that because they're great role models? Um, no, they're not great role models, but I can see why people like it than the average YouTuber who just sits there and just talks to a camera. Because to me that is boring, but like then again, I don't some like Paul people Brothers. they just they have it. Like Drew Monson, he yeah. just sits and talks to a camera, and I could watch it because for days. he's funny. He has a personality. Mm-hmm. Like the personalities may not be the same, but they're entertained to different people. I don't like the Paul Brothers. I think they're very loud and obnoxious. But which isn't an unpopular opinion. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I like when it comes to vlogs and stuff. Like how you're like vlogs are kind of boring. I like really niche vlogs like mm. really like ooh this category like recently one of my friends is a teaching major 
and I came across this channel in my recommendations called, um, oh, I think it's like, it's something primary or whatever. It, the lady is an elementary school teacher in Maryland, and she vlogs about teaching, and like mm-hmm. she vlogs her school day and stuff. And I'm like, this is like interesting. Oh, that is kind of that's kind of cool. Like it's really cool because she talks different. about lesson planning and like how and like I don't even want to be a teacher. I just think it's cool. And I she said something. She was doing ABC countdown. I'll link this channel like below on the blog because I think it's cool. She said something about, like, they're doing, like, ABC countdown for the last 26 days of school. So, like, A day, they'll be like, oh, we're going to have apples today. B, we're going to go outside and blow bubbles or whatever. <laughs> but, like, for Q day, it was quiet day. She said, I'm looking forward to that. And I was like, yes, sister. I said, yes, Michelle, come through. That sounds cool. I'll, I I'll like show it to you because her vlogs are very long. She vlogs the whole week. Oh. But I think it's, like, really interesting. And... Because it gives you insight. Yeah. Another thing with vlogs is Shane Dawson is kind of going into the vlog world Mm -hmm. now, I think. But his are so cool. His are helping other people. And his are doing crazy things. Although, I'm not a fan of his clickbait titles. His clickbait titles are kind of like $20,000 hotel suite. And I'm like, Shane, you're better than this. Mm -hmm. Come on. I'm like, you have the audience already to where you don't need clickbait. 13 million subscribers. A lot of people, they sacrifice quality Mm -hmm. for quantity. And they're just like, I need to put out a bunch of content. And it like, everyone needs to click on it. Clickbait. And I'm like, if you have a huge following, you don't need clickbait anymore. Yeah. Like, I love Shane Dawson, but I do have a problem with his clickbait and his thumbnails. Because I was watching his video with Graveyard Girl. And he was, they were reviewing all her thumbnails. And he was saying one of her thumbnails was, like, too bright. It was a little bit too much. It, it needs to be more real. And he was like, that's what I'm doing now. But if you look, it's, his thumbnails are better than what his thumbnails used to be. Like, really bright colors. But some of his thumbnails are very, um, they are clickbaity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're kind of a hypocrite in that way. And he only showed his th- thumbnails that are real. Like, the one where he was confronting his dad. That yeah. Was, those were, like, the only real ones. Like, Shane, you can't... I'm sorry, but you can't talk like that. He went through a big evolution. Evol- oh, my God. Why can I not speak today? Evolution. Mm-hmm. Charles Darwin. No. <laughs> he went through, like, a big phase with, like, his YouTube channel. Like, he used to do a whole lot of sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. Which he doesn't really do anymore. He doesn't go on that channel at all. Like, it's been forever since he's done sketch comedy and then he went through that phase of like eating a whole lot like Mm -hmm. not really even mukbangs they were more just like being funny and reviewing all these foods making pizza sandwiches like it was like just weird stuff which i still watch don't get me wrong but now he's trying to be more serious about his channel which i think is cool i think it's a lot better yeah i I think the content has improved but i don't like the clickbait titles because i I don't need to know that you went to a 20000 $20, I can't say that for some reason. $20,000 hotel suite, which we don't Unless even know. Unless that's true. relevant to the video. Which it really wasn't, you to know, be honest. You know, like, if you're like, oh, we're reviewing a $20,000 hotel suite, comparing it to, like, Motel 6. Like, that would make sense. Which it really wasn't. It was just about them going to Texas and visiting Graveyard Girl. Yeah. And his last video of that series was titled, My Channel is Dying? But it wasn't his channel. He's, like, misleading everybody. It's not your channel. It's her channel that mm-hmm. you were talking about. Ugh. That kind of makes me mad. I'll, I'll still watch it, though, because his, his content is good. Can I... This isn't even on my list, but just, like, going off of that. Mm-hmm. 
the Shane Dawson crew. The crew. All the vloggers these days have, like, crews. Like, David Dobrik has his crew. Shane Dawson has his crew Mm -hmm. of Garrett and Andrew and, obviously, Rylan and now Morgan. That crew gets on my nerves sometimes. Sometimes. I like Garrett. I love Garrett. I love Garrett and I love Andrew. Yeah. Oh, when Andrew laughs behind the camera, that's, like, the best. I used to love Rylan. I used to... The Gucci. These days, he's kind of, like, getting on my nerves. And I was watching a video recently with him, and I don't remember which one it was, but he was, like, in the comment section, it was just people, like, they were, like, acknowledging, like, oh, Rylan's changed, Rylan's different. The G changed him. But other people were, like, it's just a character for the vlogs. And I'm sure, to a degree, it is. But I like the old Rylan. I don't think that character's funny. It's not, because when they were going to texas and everybody was like we should get like a trait or not a trailer but like an rv and he was like no we need the g-wagon and they couldn't get an rv because he wanted a g-wagon i just don't think it's funny i think it's i would have, i would have loved to see them in an rv yeah that would have been so funny and then morian i have mixed opinions on morian her eyebrows i can't stop it's not even eyebrows. like physical i like i think she's okay but i think she's kind of annoying too yeah, I don't watch her, like, videos on her channel. I don't either. I liked her in the very beginning when they were doing, like, ghost hunting at Ryland's mm-hmm. house. I thought that was cool. And then she moved to L.A. because yeah. it was her trip. I'm, like, sick of people. Like, stay in your, your like, stay no in your life. No wonder L.A. is so overpopulated. It's all these YouTubers. Everyone moves to L.A. And then people are like, I'm starting an acting career. Just because you got a show on Awesomeness TV does not mean <laughs> you're starting an acting <laughs> oh, career. the shade. Like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I guess it's my... Is it my turn? I think it is your turn. I don't think it matters anymore. Um, I am going to go with... I guess let's just let's just bring the, the con- controversy up. Cyberbullying is not that deep. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my so gosh. So, back in shook. 2014, <laughs> Tyler, the creator, who's this rapper, if you don't know, tweeted, like, just close your computer or something like that. And it was... <laughs> yeah, really, I, I can't that. read the direct tweet because... This is a family-friendly podcast. Family-friendly. Um, we're peachy. Um, <laughs> no, he tweeted that, and like a lot of people are like, amen. And then other people are like, you don't know what it's like to be bullied. And I'm like, listen, 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 listen. I'm not going to say that internet hate isn't real. Because it obviously, people get flamed online all the time mm-hmm. for the stupidest stuff. But if you are the victim, quote-unquote, of cyberbullying, you really have all the power. You can turn your comments off. Yeah. You can block people. You can report. Like, you can do that stuff. And if it comes to something, like, in real life, like, I don't know, talk to your counselor. In real life, life it's, like, harder because you can't stop someone from coming up to you and saying something rude. Yeah, behind a camera, it's, behind a computer, it's so easy to confront somebody. Yeah. Because you can, you're not standing in front of them. You're not, you're not ready to fight them. So... Just I, I kind of agree. With, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I never thought about it, but yeah, I agree. I was listening to like a celebrity interview on Howard Stern, and um, it was this actor, and he was talking about his girlfriend, and like how she got a lot of hate for dating him, and they're mm-hmm. both famous, but the girl, I guess, is less. I don't know, but he was like, even when you turn the comments off and stuff, you still know that people are talking about you. But that is something as like harsh as it sounds not everybody's gonna like you and you mm-hmm. kind of have to be okay with it and of course most people attacking somebody because they are doing something like that is very wrong yeah it's stupid but, but i mean this is the day and age where 
when your favorite celebrity is dating this girl and wow they actually won't be dating you psa to all of like the fans that are like that that celebrity is not gonna date you read your fan fiction and move on seriously that is so annoying i remember like in the one direction days even though my favorite was harry when he was dating a girl, I didn't care. I was like, it's the same. I was like, okay. And I'm like, cool. That was so. I don't have a chance with any of those people anyway. So like, yeah. why should it's like I the care? Whole Larry Stylings thing back in the day, even like everybody shipped them. They were like, oh, Harry should be with Louis, whatever. And I'm like, um, excuse you, like, how do you know what their sexual preference is? I'm just like, oh my, God. I don't really care when people ship. To be honest, I'm like, okay, whatever. I think it's dumb when people ship any two people that are next to each other. That's stupid. Yeah. But, like, this whole just hate to hate is ridiculous. Like, bandwagon hate yeah, is stupid, too. But cyberbullying just isn't an issue. Like, if you're the victim of it, and I use the term victim so loosely, you really have all the power. You can turn all those comments off. You you, can block people, report people, delete your account if you want to. The internet is crazy these days on what you can do and not do. I just think social media has taken way too seriously it is definitely twitter is crazy and i don't i get so many retweets like on twitter not people retweeting me but i see people retweet other people like about social issues and i'm like sometimes i just don't want to hear about this stuff i think it's very important and if i want to hear about it i'll look and research in my own time but sometimes i'm just i just want to like be entertained and like have a fun time and i hate it and I'm going off topic here, and this isn't even on my list, but I hate it when people were, like, bashing Jimmy Fallon for never talking about, like, Donald Trump or something like that or social issues. I'm like, maybe Jimmy Fallon is one of those people who thinks The Tonight Show is a, sh- is a show where people can go and not think about those kind of things. If you want political commentary mixed with comedy, go watch Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Like, that's what you want. Not everybody's going to do the same thing as that's you. That's not everyone's format and that's not everyone's style and I respect that because not everyone wants to like get up and be like oh politics like not nobody everyone, wants to get on their soapbox like not everyone's and I that. don't care if somebody just doesn't want to talk about it. I don't care if somebody doesn't want to say who they voted for I know Taylor Swift got so much flack because she she um never said who she was voting for and everybody's like oh she voted for Donald Trump because she didn't say she voted for Hillary Clinton I'm like she didn't even say who she voted for and then she like tweeted out saying like I appreciate all the women who marched today everybody's like why didn't you go to the march maybe she couldn't go maybe she didn't have the time maybe she was doing something else it's very bandwagon to hate her Mm -hmm. and listen I'm not gonna sit over here and act like I've never said anything bad about Taylor Swift I used to love her back in the day Mm -hmm. like back when fearless came out like that was like peak taylor swift for me but and i think her music now is good i don't know that i love her as a person but at the same time i don't know her but i think it's very bandwagon to hate her like people are like i hate taylor swift just to fit in yeah i love her i loved her since i was like seven years old and i'm actually going to her concert in august (laughs) expensive concert tickets but you know i got them and but she's done things wrong in her life, and I'll be the first to admit that. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, she's a perfect person. So, but, like, people hate on her for no reason. But, you know, it's the same with cyberbullying. She's over, She can turn off her Twitter. She's not on Twitter, like, anymore these days. And it's probably because so many people hate her. She knows she can back away. She has all the power. 
that's how I feel about that. Like, don't let yourself be victimized mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay, you can share. Oh, okay. I gotta pick one. Um, I wish oh. you could see Katie's list. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. Well, like, I wrote, like, paragraphs for, like, each one. Okay. This one's also kind of controversial. But this is just my pain. A woman should not feel pressured to free her nipples if she is a feminist. If she does not want to show her nipples, she does not have to. You know all those women out there that are like, if you think that you can't go out topless, then you're not a feminist. I hate that. I Okay. So I think if that's what you want to do, that's fine. fine. But respect other people. Mm-hmm. Like... Not I'm, everyone's comfortable with being all yeah all because and open. A lot of women say like, like breasts have been sexualized and like nipples have too, and I agree with that. But if somebody feels as if, as if they are being sexualized in that way and they don't feel comfortable taking off their top, don't make them feel pressured. With the agreement thing, like the sec like sexualization of like literally female anatomy in general, mm-hmm. like, with babies like breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. There it's, are grown people that are like, she's breastfeeding in public. Cover your eyes. Ah, uh, I'm um, like, she's a baby's literally fe- the one. The nipples covered, mm-hmm. baby's mouth. Secondly, most women they're not just out there hanging out. Most of them have like the blanket, the blanket, or like they have the shirts to wear, like the baby, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, chill out. I just think like, it's relax. so. I think it's so strange that on like Instagram they'll censor you if. Everything is revealed, but if you just cover your nipple, but everything else is shown, you're fine. That's kind of ridiculous. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But I don't think That's, anyone should feel pressured to do anything they don't want to no, do. No, because I know people who were like, well, you wouldn't free your nipples in public, but you call yourself a feminist? Like, uh, yes, I do. I'm a feminist because I believe a woman can do whatever they want to. They feel just like a man can if a woman doesn't want to show her nipples she shouldn't have to amen sister yeah i said nipples a lot in this podcast nips <laughs> nips um i this is not related well maybe i kind of said it earlier with the whole social media thing mhm i hate goals comments which isn't like goals. unpopular when people are like hashtag goals couple goals body goals blah, blah, blah. but i'm like People look at other people on social media, especially Instagram, and they're like, oh my god, this person's life is perfect. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, it's so not. Like, you don't know what these people are like. I think everything on social media should be taken as a grain of salt. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I don't like... I have, like, no social media. Like, people yeah. can literally attest. I have, like, nothing. Twitter, no. Mm-hmm. Instagram, no. I do have a Snapchat, but even that, like, I don't post stories. I just, like, talk directly with people that I don't get to see that often. But, like, this whole... Oh, my God, I hate it. You don't know how many times someone took a picture to get the one that they posted on Instagram. You don't know how many times someone drafted a tweet to get the funny one that got, like, a bunch of retweets. That's me. I think it's, like, dumb. Like, why is it so serious? And people compare themselves to, like, other people on Instagram and, like, friend groups and stuff. And I'm, like, appreciate your own life. Appreciate the people around you. And stop worrying about other people's life. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Um, I guess I'll start another one. Uh, science is going too far. Just saying. Some aspects of science. And more importantly, like, genetically engineering a child. <laughs> making them whatever you want them to be. 
you want your child to have brown eyes, you can do that, apparently. And that is, that's a little too far. You shouldn't, your child should look like whatever the child should look like. And I heard this thing a while back where scientists are coming up with, um, uh, I don't know, something to, um, a child can have three parents. Like, not just, like, socially, but genetically. Mm-hmm. That's kind of um, a little too far. I don't know if it's too far. I think that's interesting. I'd have to, like, know more about that. But yeah. the designer baby thing, I get what you're saying in terms of appearance. The only thing that I could see where that's, like, beneficial is, like, disease. That's what... But, like, people want their kids to have, like, certain eye colors. They want them to look something like this. Like, that's so wrong. I get if your child... Like, why you're pregnant is has a disease and you want that fixed because you want your child to have a better life. Like, if cancer runs in your family yeah. and your child runs the risk of having it and if you can, like, alter the genes to where... Yeah, I guess, like, physically is where I'm coming from mm-hmm. in I some ways. I just don't think... Unless it's, like, a physical deformity or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, things like, I want my child to have blonde hair and green eyes and... Bl- that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's dumb. Not saying people with blonde hair and green eyes are stupid. Just, like, just it's very, your, like, superficial. Just let your child do what, just be who they are. Like, if you come out ugly, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. You could be a nice You've person. You've seen me making it still. <laughs> like, <laughs> all I've got for me is personality. That's it. Hey, that's all you need. Call me. Hit me up. No. Um, for me, I put... Oh, okay. I talked about this a little bit before the the pod began. Reading is dope. It's what's in my notes right now. Literally, reading is dope. Reading is awesome. I don't understand. And the reason I say, like, that's not popular, people that I'm around a lot of time are like, ugh, I hate reading. Ugh, I don't read. And they think it's, like, a cute thing. Like, I don't read. (laughs) Who reads? Nerds. But, like, if you don't read, I kind of view you differently, first of all, mm-hmm. because I'm like, your vocabulary is probably very lacking because most of, like, what you know comes from reading. Reading is fundamental, mm-hmm. to quote RuPaul. <laughs> um, but, like, reading, like, it's important. And if you don't like it, I genuinely believe it's because you haven't found your genre or your, like, type of book. Because reading doesn't have to be, like, The Great Gatsby. Yeah, that's not really my jam. It could be comic books. It could be reading blog posts, news articles. Yeah, because I haven't read, like, a novel in about a month or so. And that's even, like, strange for me. Like, this whole year starting college, I have not been into reading as I should have been. But I still read, like, comic books from time to time. Yes, I am a nerd. That I consider myself a nerd. But you know what? You can You can read whatever, like you said, a newspaper article um I don't know a magazine even not like people magazine like whatever you read what you like listen to audiobooks audible no just kidding (laughs) listen to audible sponsor (laughs) because here's the thing like here's my thing with reading and this is like a little bit soapboxy because reading is so important to me I have a book blog check it out nearly new novels.wordpress.com um if you got that (laughs) nearly new novels.wordpress.com Um, I just think, like, it's important, and I feel like a lot of schools, especially early on in education, like, elementary, they treat reading like a chore. Yeah. Because I remember when I would go home, like, we had reading charts, and your parents had to sign off that you read for, Mm -hmm. like, 20 minutes every evening or whatever, and, like, that makes a lot of kids not want to do it, and, like, having to read required stuff for school makes people not want to read. I get it. Like, some of the stuff I had to read for AP Lit in high school was 
trash. Yeah. I had to read like um, Great Gatsby and then All the King's Men can burn. <laughs> <laughs> never finished that book. Paid for the audio audiobook and everything and still never finished it. Yeah, audiobook counts as reading technically. I mean you're like reading... you're still getting the content. Mm-hmm. But and I just think reading is one of the cheapest forms of like entertainment. Get yourself a library card. You read whatever you want. Yeah. Get yourself like if you have a library card, register on Libby. That app I have a blog post on it. <laughs> And you can get free audiobooks and check them mm-hmm. out. And I'm just like, if you don't like reading, it's literally because you just haven't found what's for you. Yeah, because in a few weeks, I'm going to be on a six-hour flight. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm bringing some of my comic books with me because I have not caught up on them. So, And to me, that's still reading because I don't like pay attention to the picture aspect, which is like really weird. I love dialogue. That is my thing. That is why I want to be a screenwriter because I love to listen to, I love dialogue. And because sometimes descriptions to me, I need it, but sometimes it's taken too far. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care if this flower is yellow. I don't care if the sun is shining bright. I just want to hear what they're saying. I just think yeah. people view reading as like purely academic when it doesn't have to no, be. No, it can be entertaining. You can read fun stuff. And like, not everyone likes fiction and stuff. And that's cool. Like, I have a friend, she hates like, fiction like it's Mm -hmm. not her thing she's like it's a waste of time to read something that's not real so she reads self-help and if that's what you like yeah cool gucci but like find what you like give it a chance don't like oh well i had to read great expectations in high school i hate reading i'm like a bunch of people don't like to read great expectations yeah like just because you don't like to kill a mockingbird doesn't mean you hate all books i love to kill a mockingbird that was a good book I liked it. Overhyped. But that's my It's opinion. overhyped for being a high school project. Mm-hmm. That was my summer reading project and going into my freshman year. Oof. We didn't do summer reading projects. Oh, we did. The only people who had to do summer reading projects were AP and advanced. Regular courses? Regular English? No. They didn't have to do summer reading projects, which I found even more stupid. AP, they did us opposite. Like, they didn't make us do an independent. Except my senior year, I had to do two independent book projects. My AP English, I had to do, um, I had to read, an, well, I don't think it was autobiography. I think it was just a biography over a um, historical figure. And I did Prince, Princess Diana. And then we had to dress up as the person and take pictures and put it on a poster board. That's too much. It was way too much. <laughs> that is too much. It was way too much. I just, like, chose something simple and did Princess Diana. I'd be like the ghost or something <laughs> like I would just put a sheet on and be like but um on books for a second because this this is related to your girl Katie your girl doll over there is this Harry Potter <laughs> now Harry Potter is Katie's love Katie's life my love my life I am the outlier I have not like I didn't start reading Harry Potter until a couple months ago I'm done with book three I haven't started book four yet girl it took me like too much just it took me two months to finish all the books oh i read <laughs> i read three in eight days but that was because i was challenging myself with something but um i'm impressed i i'm not gonna say i don't like it mm-hmm. because i do think it's enjoyable and i do see the charm in it and i understand why people like it's their like number one I don't think it's the best series to ever be written. Like, I'm just going to throw it out there. And that's your opinion. Maybe it's because I'm not in, like, the deeper bits of plot yet. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the first three books are kind of fluffy and kind of light. They kind of inter- introduce mm-hmm. the whole big plot. But the theme of friendship in it, 
I don't want to say it's cringy. I it's just like I don't understand like friendship. Like <laughs> that's so dark. One of my I was gonna put an unpopular opinion that Hermione was really annoying in like oh the first two. Oh my god, books. yes, she got on my nerves. Especially the movies. I was like Emma Watson, I love you, and you like portrayed this character very well, I and it made me hate Harry and Ginny's relationship. I have an unpopular opinion about this. Boring. So <laughs> I said I'm so disappointed that Harry and Ginny got together. Not because I shipped Harry and Hermione, which I didn't. I love Hermione and Ron. But they never built up Harry and Jenny's relationship. Mm-hmm. It just happened in Half-Life Prince. Like, Jenny liked Harry. But as, like, a celebrity. Harry was, like, like not I mean, boring. But <laughs> Harry was an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> he never recognized that Ron and Hermione, like, loved each other on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Harry, Harry Potter. I'm just... Being naive. I don't dislike it. I just don't think it's... I think it's overhyped. In I mean, certain aspects. I don't think it's bad. I just, especially at the beginning, people treat it like it's literally the holy trinity. And it I'm is like, to me. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, that's your opinion. Wow, we, we're actually disagreeing on yeah. something. Hmm. Because I don't know what I would do without Harry Potter. I think Harry Potter got me into reading. So, I guess I owe it that. I did read it really late, and maybe that has something to do with it because like I well no technically I started it in like second grade mm-hmm. and I was like I don't like this well I actually started it in third grade I read the first book with all my class and I just hated it and then a few years later we watched the chamber of secrets in class and I hated it and then that next summer I started watching all the movies on ABC family and I loved it I actually watched all the movies before I read the books I wanted to read it just to to say that I've read it to like understand mm-hmm. Because for a long time, like, I'd seen movies before. It's not like I, like, had no clue, like, what was going on. I just, like, didn't really have an interest in reading the books. Because I was just kind of, like, I'm really repelled by stuff that people, like, love. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think it's just because, like, people are like, this is the best thing that ever happened. (laughs) And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. stop. Like, leave me alone. Like, eat. I'll I'll read it when it's not popular anymore. Yeah. I I do have a problem with it's called the eighth book i don't believe that harry Potter and the cursed child i heard a lot of people didn't like that i didn't like it it was so it was so fan fictiony it was really in the book draco's son has a crush on hermione's daughter which i found really strange because even though scorpio draco's son was like a real sweetheart i just could not scorpio scorpio <laughs> that's his name. yeah My child virgo the names are kind of um not that cute like Ron and Hermione's kids were like Rose and Hugo. <laughs> like Rose. Something about the name Hugo. I just think of that movie. There's like a movie Hugo called... Crap Cabaret or whatever. <laughs> and then Harry's Harry's children. Jenny had no say in these children's names. He named them all out all after people he admired in life. I thought Jenny was boring as crap in movies. She is. Like she's irrelevant. She you was, could kill her off and I wouldn't. She was know the good in the books. They did her dirty in the movies like in the book she was all about like like i'm a, i'm a woman i can like do whatever i want and <coughs> sorry her, her brother never believed she could be a quidditch player so she practiced on her own they never showed that in the movies and i was like this is i just think like a lot of the movies a lot of it's watered down mm-hmm. into the books they're just not as elevated as i thought they would be and that's just the early ones. Maybe it's because Harry's still young and, like, the vocabulary is still kind of, like, 
younger and stuff like that. I think once you get into the series more, because J.K. Rowling did say that the series did get <coughs> darker over time because her audience did grow older. I'm ready for it to get darker because the first three Ooh, books were very like, fire. Me. It's going to be a dark. <laughs> <coughs> I'm dying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to see if I have anything left. I have one left. You can go. Okay. I have like a lot left, but I can skip a lot of these. Um, I'm just going to do this one really quick. Kids, stop tweeting. Get this many retweets and we have no final. That is so annoying. That is like a trend right now where people will ask their teachers, like, if I get 100,000 retweets, we have no history final. Do your work, study, like everybody else did. You're not special. There you go. In the time that you were, like, spamming everyone to retweet, you could have studied for the final already. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's it's horrible because I had to do my finals, except in high school, if we got, like, really good grades and we were in school for, if we only missed, like, two days of school, we could have not had a final. That was how ours was. Yeah, which I really appreciated. Thank you. I had to take one my junior year because <laughs> your girl was sick. She had that pancreatitis. Um, rough days. Yeah. I put pre-internet days, which is, like, very mm-hmm. broad. I have, like, both sides of the coin on this. A lot of people, like, are really, like, before the internet, life was so much better. Mm. I wouldn't say that. <coughs> I liked that I did like, my life didn't revolve around the internet. Yeah. I liked that I still went outside and I still, like, played. Because I was late on internet, I feel like. I didn't, we didn't get, like, Wi-Fi in my house until, like, sixth grade. That's a, no, I was like that until, like, seventh grade. I was like that, yeah, which may have been around the same time for us. Yeah. So, I completely understand you. The only time, the first memories I have on a computer is on my parents' computer when I was, like, really little. And we and I played this Dora the Explorer game on there. And I was eating those uh, Rocket Pops. With I remember that. It's so vivid in my head. But that wasn't internet. That was just a video game. Same. I had, like, computer experience before the internet. Like, I used to be in computer club in elementary school. <laughs> um, they put, like, the tech-savvy kids. Now I'm not tech-savvy at all. I can't do anything. I'm, like, the person that's like, how do you copy and paste? Um, no, but, like... I have, like, that kind of memory, too. I had a Hello Kitty game, and you could ride on that hot air balloon and, like, catch those flowers, but you had to avoid those bees because they would sting you. Yeah, the only internet I really remember was playing games online. I played Webkins. I played all those. There was, like, Barbie.com. I played all those (laughs) games. I did that with my cousin and my sister. It was so fun. I was a game gal, but when it came to, like, internet I didn't have that until like like I feel like significantly after a lot of other people Uh and I think back and I really do not remember what I did because we only had one computer in the house it was like the family computer Mm -hmm. and it was in my grandma's room so I like didn't really go in there that often and we used to have dial-up for a long time that's why I still have an AOL email address (laughs) because people are like you don't have all gmail Oh, I'm like, how scary are you? My personal is an AOL <laughs> and I get really embarrassed to read that at like Sephora and stuff. But yeah, like I just want to go back in time. Like pre-internet days, I see both sides of it, which I guess is like unpopular because like it just depends on like where mm-hmm. you're at. But I see the whole like, yes, like before internet, I was probably a different person because I actually did things and yeah. wasn't at home like on my phone 24-7. But also at the same time, I appreciate the internet. 
the resources. I'm glad. Oh my god, I'm so glad. I did not have to go to college before computers. I know. I always think that. How did people go to college before computers? That would have been a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like research without a computer. Like gotta look at books. The Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Miss me with that, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember as a kid. I didn't get on the internet as much because um, we could not go on the internet without while being on the phone. Same, <laughs> same dial time. up, yep. Yep, and that was really, at the time it wasn't annoying because I didn't want to be on the internet, except if I wanted to play webkins or whatever. But now, if I had that now... I'd kill myself. I know, seriously. We didn't have Wi-Fi in my house for two weeks, like when I was a sophomore <laughs> in high school. Oh my god, it was brutal. Like, me and my grandma were at each other's throats, like the entire like duration of the two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Like, yesterday, I was on my PlayStation trying to get Netflix to start, and my Wi-Fi was so slow. For some reason, around noon, my Wi-Fi is, like, so slow. It is so weird, and it keeps buffering and buffering and buffering, and I'm checking every single type of, like, computer and phone, and it's all buffering. I'm like, I cannot do this. I cannot do with the buffer, and it was horrible, but I was thinking, like, my life depends on Wi-Fi. This is ridiculous. Like... It's funny because your patience now for, like, the internet is, like, I want, I need, it needs to be fast. So, like, even when it's, like, a millisecond slower, mm-hmm. it's, like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. And it's just, like, you when basically it, throw a fit about it. Whenever a YouTube uh, YouTube video buffers, I'm, like, okay, guys, switch to my data. Because my <laughs> Wi-Fi is not working. <laughs> and it's just, like, I really wish, I don't wish, like, I lived, like, an internet-free life because I do, like, appreciate Mm -hmm. the internet. Like, I like having information quick and stuff like that, but, like, the need for constant stimulation is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'll close my laptop, get ready to go to bed, and pull my phone out. Like, that's, what Mm -hmm. am I doing? And then I just think back, I'm like, children now, they don't even know what it's like to live in, like, internet-free world because I feel like people in, like, around our generation we're Mm -hmm. not the same age like still in the same like category or whatever that they most of them anyway grew up in a time where like it was like half internet half not internet because my childhood was like internet free like we i never even used i used flashcards to learn i didn't play on an ipad i didn't have quizlet back in the day yeah oh i love quizlet Quizlet came into my life junior year thank god yes oh let me let me throw it back that 1984 test, those short answers were not oh, mine. Oh, Mr. Wilkins, know what you're talking you know. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, I want to like, sometimes I want to go back and see what I did. Because I genuinely do not remember, like, what I did when I didn't have internet. Like, I knew I played, but I'm like, what did I do? I had, like, Lilo's Pet Shop. Same. <laughs> I had, like, this big house. It was so weird. Did your, was yours the one with that slide on it? I think so. Okay, we had the same one. Yeah. The, like, my the dogs had like magnetic feet and they yes, would slide down. Yeah. Oh, see kids, this is what it was like. And, and then those had like lead paint in it or something. Uh, yeah. But and that kind of brings me into like Toys R Us is like closing down because all these kids depend on is games on the internet mm-hmm. or they're buying stuff on Amazon. Like I went to Toys R Us the other day because I just felt pity for them and I actually bought a board game there. <laughs> We're so off topic and off tangent, but like yeah. with that earlier, we were talking about children. And I was like, I don't know if I want kids because I have this whole complex, which I guess is unpopular because a lot of people are like, oh, you have to have kids. That's a natural step in your life. But like when you're like, I don't know if I want kids, a lot of people are like, what's wrong with you? You don't like kids? You're a baby hater? You kick babies? No. <laughs> but it's just kind of like, I really, I think the issue I have is like, I don't know how I would raise children. Yeah. But like when it comes to stuff like that, if you 
okay this is controversial I guess some parents are very like anti-tv anti-internet and like they give their children like very limited amounts Mm-hmm. Those kids always grow up weird. I'm not trying to like hate yeah, on them. That's very true. But they are like so out of the loop and they don't have a clue. Like there was this one girl, she had never heard of SpongeBob. And I get if you didn't watch it, but like, you got here. never heard of it. was weird. And like th- your kids grow up weird. They grow up out of the loop and they, it, they have a hard time relating with other people. Whereas like at the same time, you don't want to like flood them with media. I was a media flooded child. That's why I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I'm stupid. Like, I listen to a Disney Channel original movies podcast. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, yeah, like when you flood them with it, they end up being like having no culture almost. So I'm like, what do you do? How do you strike the balance? Yeah, because I get that you want your kids to, to limit your kids, but not completely cut off mm-hmm. from the world. Like, oh, you can have like two hours of internet a day, which honestly seems like a lot for a kid, to be honest. For like someone really young. That's for a me, lot. two hours would go by like that. Yeah, I feel like I spend like every single. I waste my life on the internet, and I'm aware. Okay, so I have one more, which will be really quick because we're like going over an hour. Oh, I went to my mail for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we both agree on this. MJ in Spider Man. Oh my god, Homecoming was awful. She just wasn't good. She wasn't good. Sorry, Zendaya. You just weren't good. Zendaya, in general, I think is overhyped. But in that movie, she she tried. If you haven't seen it. MJ is in this movie her name is Michelle but it's based on like Mary Jane Watson if you are familiar with the whole Spider-Man universe but um she was so like trying hard to be angsty oh it was so bad I I um I, I I appreciate Zendaya trying with the character she got but the writers I don't know why they even put her in there because I know further down in this Spider-Man, like, I don't know if they're going to make a trilogy out of this. She's going to become an important character at some point. I, I hope she's important because they really, like, did not do well with her. But they should have just introduced her in, like, the second movie and just made her important then on. Because I have no idea what she did you to this. You find out that she's, like, MJ at the very at end. At the end. But we all the knew. whole movie, they're like, Michelle, Michelle. They hyped the crap out of her before mm-hmm. that movie came out. They're like, MJ, Mary Jane Watson, um, Michelle, oh my god, Zendaya. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Everything. she's in it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and they put her on the poster. Not even Laura went on the poster. The actual love interest. Yeah, who has who, more screen time who than Who was Zendaya so much hard. better than Michelle. Like, Michelle was just... I don't even want to say it because I probably was Michelle at one point in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I'm depressed and angry. But nobody, but I don't know why she was there. Not even depressed, just angsty and annoying. Because I'm being hypocritical. I, I, I draw that pe- whole discussion earlier. She said, I draw people that I, that are sad. That's she why just, I go to detention. She just annoyed me. And I don't know how much of that was the writing and how much of that was just Zendaya's acting. Like, I don't know. I think it was a mix of both. I think a lot of the writing did something to it because they did really well with Spider-Man Homecoming except for that character. It was just very try-hard and like you know she was going to be MJ from the beginning mm-hmm. but at the very end of the movie they're like my friends call me MJ. I'm like oh my god. Really? I was like take me lord. We had no idea and then like, wow. it's kind of hinted at the end of the movie that she knows that Peter is Spider-Man mm-hmm. because she's like where are you going Peter? Like is this really important? I don't want them to be together. I don't either. This is now I'm angry because I love <laughs> Spider-Man. 
And they did him. They did him wrong. I think we definitely need to introduce a Spider-Man like series into this podcast because mm-hmm. I know I'm not a superhero gal, but Spider-Man is the one yeah. that I care about. I just love Spider-Man. I've had like an early relationship with Spider-Man, <laughs> like way back when I was like super young. I remember watching like the Tobey Maguire yeah. movie like for the first time. Looking back at Tobey Maguire. He does seem a lot older because you you're now seeing Tom Holland and yeah. you're like this boy is like twelve, but I mean I still like see this is for a different podcast, mm-hmm. but I think I think we should wrap it up. I think we should because um, this is going too far. If you maybe we'll do a part two like eventually. I'll if, have to rewatch all the Spider Man movies. Oh yeah, because it's been a while. It's it's been a hot minute for the early ones for me, not mm-hmm. Homecoming obviously. Yeah, but. If you agreed with any of our opinions, let us know in an iTunes comment because we don't have any yet. Like, we don't even have enough ratings for it to show. So, if you just want to, like, be like, wow, y'all suck, that's cool. Just leave a comment. I just want to fix something. You know, we'll we'll Or maybe we won't. (laughs) Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll, like, add it to the complaint bank. But, um, yeah, if you enjoyed, hope you enjoyed, I guess. Thank you, guys. Share your unpopular opinions with us on Twitter. Yes, at Courage and And Doll. doll. (laughs) I always forget. Courage and Doll. See you guys next time. See you guys. Bye. Subscribe.